listening to Free Talk with Mr. B. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another great episode of You, Me, and Ice Tea. I'm Deidre Stevenson, and I'm here with the co- my co-host, Richard Dockett, otherwise known as Richard D. <laughs> and he's got about 16 novels out there in the world, and more probably to come, right? Oh, I hope so, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah it, if you're like me, which I think you are, we're never going to stop writing, are we? No. I never <laughs> no. thought I'd start. No, I, no, I don't know if I'm ever going to stop, so... No, I don't think we will. I don't think we will because people like us have to have that that in our lives. There's there's something very sad about putting our work out there. But that's not the only thing we've done, is it? I mean, we have worked on a cookbook together. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about today. Cookbooks and causes. Yeah. I mean, um, well... First of all, it's like, I guess I should mention the book I'm referring to. It's Breaking Bread Around the World. Uh, it's a book that I released a few years ago. Um, and it was for a cause. And it is still. I mean, it's not like it's gone or anything. It's still available out there. Hardback, paperback, and ebook form. And Richard made a contribution to that. I did. Fact. Yeah, I did. Now, what was the recipe that you gave me? Uh, it was one of my favourite recipes uh, for a lunchtime bread, um, which is a meal in itself um, because it, it, the, the dough has other things incorporated in it. Um, I gave you the version for savoury type of roll, but you can also do sweet ones as well. And um, there's a recipe for a sweet one on my website actually, which uses the same formula, just with a different addition. You do a lot of breads. I see a lot of that on your pages. I do, you know, um, you're you're, yep. you're quite the baker. <laughs> when, when I first retired, <laughs> I had this this um this sort of quaint idea of, of running a small bakery just to give me something to do in retirement, you know. Yeah. Um, and I, I I set it up and I, I became a victim of it because I found myself within a few short weeks I was working harder than I had when I'd been at work. <laughs> um, I was getting up at four o'clock every morning. Um, which is not a natural state of affairs. Um, and no. I, I was within six months, I was faced with either having to to scale it up and, and, and get some premises and some extra staff and, and all the, the things that went with it, all the paperwork. And uh, it just seemed like a bit too much like hard work. So unfortunately, I had to scale it back from there. Um, but I still yeah. bake all my own bread and I bake for neighbours and family. Um, and when, when my children come to visit, I get uh, a list of requests. Um, so yeah, um, it, it's something sure I enjoy doing. Do. Um, it it's looks just amazing. You're in you're in the UK. I'm all the way over here in the UAE, but my mouth is watering when I'm seeing those pictures. <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, uh, food it, really nice. unites us, does it, it, it does. not? I mean, that, that's, that's right. Yeah. That's why yeah. I think that so many cookbooks actually can work. You know, to support a cause. You know, because. Yeah. Food is a universally binding kind of uh, kind of thing to do, to sit down and break bread together. I mean, that's the reason for the name choice, you know, for my cookbook, Breaking Bread Around the World, because 
It's uh, 30 30 meal plans, basically. It's like just, it's entrees, side dishes, and dessert recipes from 30 countries uh, around the world that I selected. And it was based on a little fun experiment that I started doing during the month of Ramadan, you know, because we fast in Ramadan, you know, being in Muslim and everything. And, you know, I just, my kids, you know, they, you know, they have a lot of Christian friends and everything. And I just get, I guess I got a little sad, you know, hearing them say, oh, why don't we have something as fun as that, you know, and <laughs> tradition. So I decided to try to make Ramadan more fun, you know, for them. So I said, okay, well, we're gonna, we may not be able to travel all the time, but we can travel in our kitchen <laughs> every day. Yeah. We can go to a new country. Let's try a new cuisine every single day. And I did my research. I looked it up during the day. I mean, when, when you know, between prayer times and everything, I was looking at recipes and cultures and, you know, what was the most popular cultural dishes, you know, the places that I wanted to sample food from. And before yeah. I knew it, I was posting it online and people were really enjoying that. Oh yeah, it, and, was, it was good. I used to look forward to seeing where you were going today sort of thing and what you were cooking. Um, and having traveled a lot myself, I've always enjoyed trying something local whenever I went anywhere. Oh, well, see, now that's the way to travel, actually. Yeah. That really is. You know, I, I really don't like it when Americans go to another country and they look for where the McDonald's is, you know, or yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. what's the point of going anywhere? Oh, yeah, that's right. You, yeah. Should, you should try the food from the country of the country you're visiting because it's part of the experience, you know? Oh, yeah. And if possible, with somebody from there, it's even better, you know, mm. because you you will sit down and make a friend you know yeah. I, i'm a firm believer that when you break bread with someone you become friends oh, at that true. point very there's true, yeah. it's very diplomatic you know to sit down and have a meal with people and it's, it's very hard know. to argue with your mouth full isn't it <laughs> it really is yes that's true that is so true yeah. you know in the deep south where i'm from yeah. from alabama i mean food is very important you know, and I think if Arabs and Southern people got together, they would figure out that they have so much in common, you know, in that regard. I mean, they, they do so much of the same thing. I mean, big food, big portions, you know, and they keep on heaping it on your plate and telling you, no, 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 have more, come on, you know. You, you don't be shy. Are you trying to go on a diet or something here? You know, have some more. <laughs> yeah, it's, Where it's, I come from, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's very hard of, to be thin. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> There's people shoving food in your face all the time. I mean, it's really hard to be a thin person. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I mean, they, they, if you, you're sitting there with your salad and they're sitting there with their big plate of biryani, you know, which is like a cultural dish Ooh. here. It's mm. like a meat and rice or chicken and rice kind of dish. And the, the meat is cooked sort of inside, you know, and there's one called muklaba, very delicious. Oh my God. The meat, the chicken and the onions and everything are on the bottom and the rice is on top and it just sort of steams up and then you sort of flip it over on the plate and it just sort of falls beautifully like that 
so delicious. Oh my God. Like I said, well, very you're making me hungry now. Thin. <laughs> no. Now, if you were over here, we could sit down and have some iced tea and some McLaba. Yeah. Sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. I'll go with that. Yeah. In the South, that would be more like fried chicken, you know, and mashed mm -hmm. potatoes, you know, or so big corn on the cob, or, you know, and biscuits. Yeah. You can't have a southern meal without giant biscuits, you know, which you call scones. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, I over know. There. I know yeah, yeah. And scones I've, I've, are I've made sweet the American in England. And, and they're delicious. Yeah, oh, they are scones are the best, aren't they? I mean, I've learned how to make them the English way as well. Mm -hmm. And I think that, in fact, in my book, when in, in uh, one of the countries is the UK, in fact, in, in England, and there's a recipe for scones there, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Yeah. I do have yeah, a lovely, in, in fact, I have found a wonderful vegan recipe for vegan chocolate chip scones that my, my kids yeah. are crazy for. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's another thing I didn't mention until now, right? The fact that the book has vegan choices. Well, because, you know, I, I think, you know, we can definitely agree that being vegan is, you know, cause in the world, you know, if, whether you agree with it or not. I mean, I, I'm not a vegan personally. I do eat meat and chicken, you know, but um, I, that's not to say that I do not admire them. I, I'm, I have a great deal of respect for someone who has the discipline to yeah, become yeah. vegan. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, my youngest daughter's vegan. Um, really? She in, yeah, she lives in Australia, and uh, and uh, but she actually ru helps run a beef farm. But she's oh. vegan. Which <laughs> really? is, uh, is a bit of a contradiction, but uh, she seems to work for her. Um, and yet, uh, to be honest, she does look very fit and healthy on it. So there's, there's something in it, and I admire her choices and I admire her discipline. Yeah, as you exactly. said, exactly. Um, in in that she does it, and it's great, you know. And sometimes, you know, most most of them, when you ask, you know, why are you doing this? It's environmental reasons, mm. you know, because of the, you know, uh, emissions, you know, from, uh, you know, livestock. I had no idea that 60% of the life on this planet are actually livestock. Did you know that? Oh, uh, I didn't know that, that figure, but it doesn't surprise that is me. an yeah. insane amount of, yeah. of life on this planet that's all cows, pigs and chickens and goats, you know, yeah. I mean, my God, you know, how much do people really need to eat? <laughs> Good heavens. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, a lot of the argument there is that it's not sustainable while it may be delicious, you know, and uh, we may enjoy them very much, you know, um, those of us who do enjoy a meat diet it's not sustainable for the long term and it does do irreparable damage to the environment um, that sooner or later we're all going to have to switch over to vegetables made meat that is actually made out of vegetables but it's made to taste like meat which mm. actually yeah. so many places can do remarkably well now have you ever tried beyond meat uh to be honest i haven't no but oh I, i've, I've tried it um, what they what they call they call it corn in the UK. It's a soy based <laughs> meat protein, um, and that's that's quite nice. That's okay. It is. But I, I haven't actually gone for the other thing. Yeah, I'm not yeah, talking about you soy burgers though. Yeah, <laughs> these these are okay. It's it's not my preference. I do prefer a, a good steak, but um, or or a nice piece oh, of chicken. So but it has I. to be 
it has to be high welfare it has to be uh, organic if i can um and i, I want something that's True. been looked after um certainly my, my daughter looks after her animals and she respects them um and i think that's that's just as important as anything else rather than just getting Absolutely. something because it's cheap yeah Absolutely. I would 100% agree with you there. See, there's another cause that one could argue, you know, about cookbooks and food and, you know, how this all plays into also doing your part, you know, in the world, you know. Um, I don't know. I mean, Ben Gordon Ramsay, you know, as much of I'm a huge fan of his, by the way, huge, huge fan he's, of Gordon he's a bit Ramsay. Scary, but yeah. I know yeah. he's scary, but you know, I respect him because he just wants it a certain way mm. and he wants everyone to just listen, you know, and get with the program. And I, I really, I, you know, got it, got to admire that. And we have Hell's oh, yeah. Kitchen yeah. here in Dubai. Actually, it's fantastic. It's just wonderful. It's it's where we we really enjoy going. You know, when we have a special occasion. In fact, I should probably hashtag them now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's wonderful. And as much as he was not a fan of the vegan lifestyle originally, even he sort of you know had to take a second look there. And mm -hmm. now all of his restaurants have a vegan option. Yeah, well, that's so, good. That is very yeah. good. Yeah. It is something yeah. that we must sort of embrace, you know, as we move forward in the future. You know, when I looked up cookbooks and causes online, I found so many interesting books, though. There was even mm -hmm. a book called Suffrage, uh, like cookbooks for oh, yeah. uh, suffrage cookbook, you know. And now what was that about, I wonder? I mean, it was a bunch of ladies who gathering money up for their cause, you know, by selling the cookbook. Maybe their family I, I, recipes. I, I think there's 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 a lot of that in there. I mean, in the UK at the moment, we have a lot a lot of the charities are producing cookery books, um, especially now with the price of the food going up. It's important to to make sure that everyone knows how to get the most out of uh, out of what they can afford. Um, and exactly. certainly something like that, it 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 works both ways because it helps the people that buy it and it helps the charity yeah. that sells it. And because the chefs give the recipes for for a, a nominal or, or no fee at all um and everyone yeah. benefits and that's that's the right advantage in that in in that's what I, you know it, it say it fulfills more than one purpose then it absolutely does yeah, yeah no i agree with that too uh, i mean it's it's very important for people to learn how to not only make things fresh and delicious you know to eat at home and with very little money you know i mean with times pretty hard you know by the economy and everything now i mean that makes total sense and yeah. it's really good pr you know for a a chef to offer mm. that kind of thing i mean they don't even have to really do it for altruistic causes all I mean, it's just look good, you know, to help people out, you know, I mean, not that people wouldn't actually, we, we still go to restaurants when we have special occasions, do we not? Always. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I read somewhere that there are three, there are three professions that are pretty much um, inflation proof. Now, I don't know what you think about it, but one of them was movies that mm -hmm. people will always find a way to watch movies. So movies is pretty much, you know, economy, you know, it's ironclad, it's inflation proof. There's always going to be new movies no matter what. So, yeah. um, so movies, makeup and chicken. Chicken. Can you believe yeah. that? 
<laughs> and chicken. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I, w- I was I was talking to my wife uh, a couple of days ago about chicken, and now chicken is something that you eat not all the time, but a lot of the time. And certainly yes. when I was growing up here in here in Devon, chicken was something that you had as a luxury. It was really? it was something you, you might have. Yeah, it's something you'd have for Easter for the, for a holiday, you know. And we eat beef all the time because right. beef was cheap. Yeah, beef was cheap. And you know, chicken here was in the now UAE, it's, it's the, the same thing. You know, chicken mm. was not always something that people would eat all the time here in the UAE either. The traditional diet was always uh, fish salad and um, just white rice and like a saluna, something that like a, a thin sort of um, sauce like the mm-hmm. fish sauce, you know, to go over the rice, to kind of drizzle over it. Yeah. And that was the traditional diet because everybody, you know, being a coastal country, it's very easy to get fresh fish, you know, here. And yeah, it used sure. to be a lot yeah. cheaper. Now mm-hmm. the price of fish is shot up. So fish is expensive. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's, I mean, we live in, in probably what's the largest fishing port in, in this part of England anyway. And, uh, Rude. One of the largest ones in the country, but the price of fish is uh, it certainly shot up. Yeah, it's really not fair, is it? Because you're right uh, there, and the fresh fish are right there. Yeah, the, the fish market is <laughs> about ten minutes walk from a house, but uh, yeah. And they don't even do. Do they allow you to fish in Devon? Oh yeah, um, you, you can do, go and to, you can go and you can and cast and catch your, your rod own. out there and yeah. catch your own fish. Yeah. Yeah, oh, or you, you can go down the market and buy buy your own stuff. Um, but it's not as cheap as it used to be. Yeah, the quality's superb. It's a, yeah, like everything, is it costs the boats more to go out and catch it now. So unfortunately, <laughs> you have to pay more for it. You know. Right. So it's easier just to go buy that chicken, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just make that chicken at home. I know. That's right. Yeah. It's a shame because the fresh fish diet with the with salad, that's such a healthy, healthy mm. way to eat, too. I mean, so heart healthy and so good for the brain as well. Yeah, I, I, mean, I do, speaking do of like fish, yeah. Health, I really do quite enjoy cookbooks that promote a good, healthy lifestyle, too, because, mm-hmm. you know, we were just talking over in the last podcast I was on, you know, about blessings and sharing grace and everything and you know the um, the thing is is that health really is our greatest wealth is it not I oh mean, yeah yeah if, if you yeah. haven't got your health you haven't got much have you you can, you can you manage can't it enjoy out. anything else yeah, that's, right. that's the thing yeah. i mean you, you know it doesn't really matter how much material stuff you have if you've got your health you've got nothing yeah, that's right, <laughs> <Honestly>. <laughs> so cookbooks really can contribute a lot towards people learning how to cook healthy things for themselves as well you know and did you know that 80% of cookbooks sell by word of mouth? That's, oh, really? It's incredible. Yeah, yeah, they're really not that, that advertised is, is like not, like novels. You know, mm, I mean, just us yeah. chatting about it now is pretty much how it's done, you know? Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. So do you feel like there's a cookbook in your future? Mm, I'd, I don't know. A lot of the recipes that I make, uh, I must admit, aren't necessarily my own. Um, so I, I'd hesitate to, to sort of produce them in a book, I suppose. Um, I, I put a few of my favourites on my website, uh, and they're free to download. Um, and I, I do talk about what I cook, but uh, I can't claim the credit for most of it. Um, I'll, I'll tweak a recipe and put my own touch on it. But whether that counts as something new and original, I'm not. I think it does. I mean, you know, if nobody's really? ever tried it that yeah. way before. Mm. 
I'll never say no. Well, now tell everybody your website again so that they know where to get your free recipes from. Okay, the, the website is www.richardd. That's R I C H A R D D O E. All one word. Richard D. Sci fi, S C I F I. All in one word. Over the UK. Is that awesome? Is that awesome. okay? Did you get that? Yeah. That's so um, great. And if, I you, think if you look on there it, on the. If you look on the main menu, there's a there's a, a tab that says recipes, and just click on there, and they're That's all there. That's fantastic. Well, I think it's great. It's just part of your passion to do that. Yeah. Me too. I'm glad we got a chance to talk about this because you and I are both foodies, you know, and it's been it's been really Much. great to talk to another food enthusiast <laughs> about this particular topic. So, I guess yeah. this is about the end of our I'm session like here. Children to that good. Food. Great talking as usual. As usual, this has been so much fun talking about books and causes. And, you know, if you end up trying breaking bread around the world, don't forget to look for Richard's recipe in my book, you know, which I'm really proud to have, you know, it's, one of it's his a great originals. Book. I've used, I've used it. What's that? Because I've, I've, I've used your, a lot of the recipes in your book and they're, they're fantastic. And I'd recommend really? Yeah, very much. Thank you. I could yeah, not great. ask for a better to a better testimonial. That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> it's my, almost my as good as if Gordon lie. had said it. <laughs> I'm gonna hashtag Gordon Ramsey too and see if there's any way he'll reply to me. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I imagine him in the kitchen, you know, when I'm cooking something new and, and I'm wondering what he'd be saying. Like yes, <laughs> I, that I can imagine good. what he'd yes, be saying. Put more yeah. of that. No, less of that, Deidre. Don't don't be silly. Come on. <laughs> or he wouldn't use such polite language, no, would he? No, that, that's, <laughs> no. that's very true. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay, well, have a great day. It just goes yeah, by so you, yeah. fast. Incredible. It does. I love the 30 minutes. It just flies, flies by. So next time we'll be back, and hopefully with Rodney joining yeah, us. Yeah, You know, he had a, a deadline for our... You know, uh, one of a product production, so he had to be there at work. But we're hoping that he's come back with us next week. So yeah. until then, look forward to it. Y'all come back okay. now. You hear? Bye. We want to thank everyone for listening. This is Mr. B on Free Talk with Mr. B. For your comments, see us on Facebook. Follow us. Also on Instagram. Follow us. Please send any inquiry to email mrb at freetalkwithmrb.com or go online www.freetalkwithmrb.com. We thank you and look forward to you again when we come on this week, next week, and every Sunday on Free Talk with Mr. B.